Welcome to Stories from the Midland, a collection of historic tales from Teller County and the surrounding areas. I'm Tommy Allen, and in this episode Trevor Phipps has written for us, we're looking at the history of one of Cripple Creek's most famous buildings, the Hotel St. Nicholas. Back in the late 1800s and early 1900s, the landscape of Cripple Creek looked much different than it does today. When gold was found in the area in the late 19th century, the city exploded in population and at its peak it had over 10 times the amount of people living in it that it does now. Miners were some of the first people to come to the city, but with them came entrepreneurs and others who provided support and services to the mining community. One thing people first realized when coming to the Old West Mining District was that the job of finding gold came at a cost, particularly in the form of serious injuries to miners. According to Teller County Hospital History, written by Jan McHale Collins, the city's first mayor was physician John Whiting, whose office was filled with patients during the first few years of the gold boom. The first hospital didn't come to the new hustling and bustling city until 1894 when the Catholic Diocese in Denver opened the St. Nicholas Hospital in a large home at 326 East Eaton. According to Collins, another hospital opened on the east side of town two years later, and at that time there were around 30 doctors, including two female physicians, operating in Cripple Creek. In 1898, the sisters operating the St. Nicholas Hospital decided to build a larger four-story hospital on the corner of Eaton and Third Streets. The new building was equipped with amenities like steam heat, electric lights, hot and cold water, a dumbwaiter, and an operating room with all of the necessary equipment. The building had 26 rooms with wide hallways that allowed for 40 doctors to assist patients, Collins explained. According to the building's owner, Brad Husbeck, even though the original hospital survived the great fires that riddled the city in 1896, the sisters who ran the hospital knew that the new building had to be built with brick. The sisters don't really today get credit for what they did, Husbeck explained. When running this hospital in the old mining camps, their mission was to serve the poor, the ignorant, and the uneducated. They were literally on the edge of civilization, and when you hear about the old mining towns, everyone assumes that all of the miners were single men, and that's not necessarily true. Most of the miners were actually family men, but their families wouldn't come with them because it was basically a lawless mining camp on the edge of civilization. The sisters went into Cripple Creek before the railroads and after they opened the hospital, the church across the street opened a school. Therefore, at the intersection of Eaton and Third, there was a church, a hospital, and a school. Husbeck said that the mothers of the 1890s liked the fact that the sisters provided health care, education, and a religious institution which attracted families to the city. That's when the town really blew up, and in my opinion, it's all because of the sisters," Husbeck said. If it wasn't for the sisters building the church and the school and the hospital, none of this would ever have happened. And they just don't get credit for that. The sisters' mercies were literally like angels walking on earth. 
It was really heroic what they did. Even though many people died at their hospital, the sisters offered comfort and faith for people before they passed. The sisters continued to run the hospital until 1925 when they got out because the mining in the area has started to slow down. Husbeck said that shortly after, the hospital was purchased by Dr. A.C. Denman, who was a physician in Victor at the time in the late 1930s. Dr. Denman was absolutely the doctor of the century, Husbeck stated. He was on call 24-7, and he didn't like to take vacations. He liked to go fishing, but he was so afraid that a patient would need him that he wouldn't go fishing until they rigged up a siren that you could hear for miles through the hills. He would go fishing, and then he would hear the sirens and come running back. Husbeck said that it didn't matter if a patient had money, Dr. Denman would still help them. He also conducted many medical procedures that were ahead of his time. The building eventually turned into an assisted living facility until it closed in 1978. The building then sat vacant in the 1980s before it was turned into the hotel in the early 1990s after gambling came to the town. Hotel St. Nicholas serves as a hotel today. The building stays alive today and it is known as being one of the best places to stay while enjoying an evening in town. Since Brad and his wife Joanne Husbeck have owned the hotel, the building has received several renovations including a new roof, a new front sidewalk, and new awnings. According to Husbeck, one thing that sets the 15-room hotel apart is their boiler room tavern that gets enjoyed by both locals and visitors. It's absolutely the coolest bar in town just because it's underground and it has some really neat decor from the mining days, Husbeck said. But beyond that, it's such a small, intimate space. It's the type of space where you absolutely have to interact with everyone else in the bar. It's just a great social experience. Thank you for listening. This is Tommy Allen, and on behalf of Trevor Phipps, have a great day. And should you find yourself trying to grow your community, maybe putting in a hospital, a school, and a church would be just the ticket. We look forward to having you join us for more Stories from the Midland. Wow. The si <sighs>